Welcome to Synthaholics. Thank you so much for downloading this episode. This week we are starting the next couple chapters in our Dune series. Uh, we have myself, Aaron O'Brien, and we have David Duncan. Hey, Dave. Of the balls of the penis. <laughs> the balls of the penis. Dave, uh, we are moving on. We are still on Castle Kaladin in this um uh, these couple chapters, and we are still meeting a couple more characters. This time, we get to meet Dr. Yui. Dr. Creepy Boy. Creepy Yui, the Mr. Um, I'm going to watch I'll, Paul sleep and jerk off in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> He's such oh, a no. fine young boy. Yeah, so we get Dr. Yui walking into the training room after Paul had his training session with uh, Gurney Hollick. And... Um, He's all like laying out on the table because the masseuse just rubbed Paul down. He's all and, shiny like a stuffed pig. And Dr. Yui's like, he's getting so big. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, so Yui is the, they put it right off in the beginning. Yui's the traitor uh, for the House of Trades. So he's the guy who's working with the Harkonnens. Where's the sturdy pieces of silver? Yes, exactly. And the Harkonnens apparently have his wife, and they uh, he, they're using that to kind of bribe him to you know uh, you know Extortion. double cross yeah to, well to double cross the uh, the Atreides and and uh, you know lead to their destruction. Um, he is. He so he is described as a person with uh, this diamond tattoo on his forehead, uh, which is a symbol of imperial conditioning, meaning kind of that he um, is to be loyal. So this is highly irregular for someone with that, but apparently this is you know his wife being uh, held by the Harkonnens is what's going to break him. It's just a stick-on tattoo. It's not the real deal. It's not real. It's not real. Got it from a Cracker Jack box. Cracker Jacks, yeah, yeah. I'm not really loyal. I just like Cracker Jacks. So he brings Paul some uh, film books. So apparently, back in 1965, they still thought we'd be using film. And microfiche. Microfiche. Remember <laughs> that. So uh, yeah. So he brings him uh, some film books on uh, Arrakis. So it's like the they're like. Um, geological and ecological things to to help Paul teach Paul. So he kind of uh, is trying to help Paul with his studies. And Paul, I he, have a box. Put your hand in it. Put your hand in the box. It's a dick he, in a box. <laughs> he takes. He also Paul has a lot of questions. He wants to know is on these um, uh, these film books. Is there uh, any information about the Fremen? Uh, he's very interested in the Fremen, so he wants to know about them. And also wants to know about the worms. Uh, I think 
I could be wrong, but this is the first time he taught we talk about the worms, right? Yes, yes I don't yes. think this we we this is the first time we're introduced uh, to the idea of the the worms. So, um, uh, we get a slight description on them and a little bit of how big they are. So all of a sudden, you're you're being told about the worms and and that they're these giant monstros monstrosity uh, monsters uh, going through the sands of Arrakis. And uh, then he goes to talk about um, – uh, Yui gives him a gift, uh, the uh, an old or- orange Catholic Bible. Orange made is for the s- new black Catholic Bible. <laughs> made <laughs> for lots space of scissoring and lesbians in it. Oh, boy. Uh, that's a sexy Bible. That's a very uh, sexy Bible. So it's uh, – it's it's made for space travelers, and it's not a film book. It's uh, actually printed on these very small filaments, and it has this magnifier that when you open it, you can turn to certain pages, and it will blow it up so you can see uh, the passages that you're trying to read. Um, it's it's a neat idea for a uh, for a book, I guess. I, it's kind of weird, but you know, why wouldn't you have things like on data pads or? Or anything similar to that. You I don't know? think I don't think they thought that far ahead yet. Well, it's, you know, 1965. Here we are. I mean, a couple more years, we're going to get uh, Star Trek. Yeah, but I mean, like even the data pads and TOS are aren't really. Yeah, they 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 were more like like just like a, a a really big clipboard. It was more like a digital clipboard than it was like a than a tablet. You know what I mean? It just seemed like you signed off on like duty register logs or whatever. Or right. Just looked at what Yeoman was wearing underneath her clothes. Hmm. Um, but they did have like the in in TOS they had like the um, like the uh, what do you want to call like hard drives, not hard drives, um, floppy disk kind of things. Yeah, yeah. They had the they had the data <laughs> the data tapes. Yeah, so that was kind of cool. We we had never seen that before. So I don't know. <clears throat> it's it's not a huge deal, and like honestly, you could just swap out. You know, films to you know, I, I sent you information. You know, I kind mean, of they're thing. probably going to update this if they're keeping it in the new movie that's coming out. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, he gives him this uh, this uh, orange Catholic Bible, and uh, he says, "I want you to read this passage," and he has Paul uh, start reading it. But then Paul starts reading it aloud, and. Um, this is what Paul says. He says, to th- uh, th- think you of the fact that a deaf person cannot hear, then what deafness may we not all possess? What senses do we lack that we cannot see and cannot hear another world around us? What is there around us that we cannot? And then Yui just starts yelling, stop. So he freaks out on Paul. And Paul's like, what the fuck? <laughs> he asked me to read the Bible. And apparently... He wanted to read. He wanted him to read the Holy Hand Grenade passage. Y'all shall count to three. No more, no less. Orangutans and breakfast cereals. And um, this is apparently his wife's Wanda uh, favorite passage. So, and uh, he... He didn't realize that she had marked off another passage on this orange Bible, and that he then he flips out on it, uh, flips out on Paul for reading it because it just brings up all these bad memories. And he's like, he's thinking to himself, "Oh, Paul, he must have the most sensitive fingers. He felt the place where she scratched it." (laughs) He's so horny for Paul, but he doesn't want to tell his dad 
uh, that he that he's got this. Don't tell mommy and daddy. It's our little secret. I'm gonna you <sighs> later. Yeah, I know, right? So weird. So Yui is very strange, and we're a little bit like, okay, this guy. I, I don't know why they trust him, but apparently, you know, whatever. This is um, this is their family doctor, you know. So <laughs> the family doctor likes molesting the children. It's all right. <laughs> it's just that's how we do it in the Trady's house. <laughs> So uh, that's how we get um, that's how we get the end of Yui. It's a very short chapter, and we just get the quick introduction. And he definitely seems weird and strange. Um, and then we get the entrance of Paul's father, Duke Leto Trades. And so his fa- you can sense that Paul has a really like loving relationship with his father. He really wants to be with his dad. He wants to be there with him. And his father's been very busy since this whole Arrakis business started up. So he's been uh, busy taking care of affairs. So Paul probably hasn't seen him or interacted with him much. So they have this discussion about uh, Arrakis and he starts talking to him about the idea. Um, well, first they talk about the, uh, the money and like the economics and they talk about Chom and how Chom is, you know, like a way for them to make money, but not just them, but the all the lands read, all the noble houses. We're going to dispense it to everyone. We're going to share the wealth, except for the Hakonans. Right. But I mean, so it's important for them to have, um, to, to make this money. So the Chom uh, corporations or organization makes money and then everyone else. So they can keep this, um, uh, they can keep their share of uh, of Rackus and and make money off of it. So, um, it, I guess that's the that's the main importance of it. Is that's what Lido wants to do, and Paul then wants to get into just like how dangerous this is because obviously the Brevin mother basically told Paul and Jessica that you know this is probably not going to work well. It's kind of a death sentence, and you know the Duke's going to die, you know, going, going to, uh, going to Arrakis. And, you know, obviously Paul doesn't want his father to die. Is Arrakis really dangerous? Dad, is it dangerous? And so, and Paul starts entertaining the idea of, so the emperor, uh, the Padishah empire has, um, these Sardaukar warriors that are, um, it, 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 it gets into this big discussion with the Sardaukar warriors. There's like these fierce warriors that the emperor has. And they're um, basically like trained and raised on this planet um, called, I'm trying to find it right here. Solidar? Something like that. Oh yeah. Solidus Secadus. That's the, that's the planet. Solidus Secadus is like a harsh planet. And uh, it's sort of a prison planet as well. And it is, um, it's, it's also where he, uh, trains and kind of gets the, the Sardaukar warriors to, uh, to, you know, to become so fierce. And Paul makes the, like the, uh, the idea that maybe because Iraq is so harsh, we can use the Fremen as sort of our Sardaukar warriors and maybe reach out to them and maybe we can make an alliance with them. So he kind of makes that connection. And uh, the Duke, you know, I think that, uh, you know, is kind of like working towards that because he says that he sends Duncan Idaho 
already to talk to the, the Fremen. I will give you as many potatoes as you like. <laughs> so, yeah, so they... Um, uh, so this is the I, you know, this is the idea right there, but he also he's like I said he's very um, very upset about what's going to happen to his father, and um, and the Duke also brings up the idea that the Harkonnens have been stockpiling uh, melange the spice the drug, f- um, and basically to uh, destroy the market and to make uh, make these high make for high prices, especially if. Uh, if he can make uh, Lido fail, then the Harkonnens can be like the main dealer of the spice swoop until back in. yeah, sweep swoop back in and take over Arrakis again. So um, that's kind of the plan. So the Duke kind of knows what's going to already happen, and in some ways, but for some reason, the Duke is very, I guess, uh, positive that things are going to go well. <laughs> Oh, yes. Oh, yes. The Harkonnens will leave us lots of equipment. It'll be working fine. We can harvest the spice, and it'll all be great. There won't be any problems. No. No problems. And, and at the very end, um, he he basically tells Duke that you are um, – you're basically uh, – you're going through the train – all this training, everything you've been doing from infancy is uh, Mentat training. And that you are uh, capable of becoming a mentad, if you like. But I thought if you told me that, I'd go crazy and kill you. Maybe that's why Reverend Mother thinks you won't live on Dune. <laughs> so it's funny because Paul has, like, Bene Gesserit qualities, but he's also got mentat qualities. He's the Quasi-Hadric, the Quasimodo-Hadric. Uh, <laughs> Quasi-Hadric. The quasi uh <laughs> Yeah, he's a dodecahedron. <laughs> there you go. He's he's very obtuse. <laughs> so let's give him all the secret skills. We'll also make him a fremen just for fun. <laughs> That's right. He's got everything. Next, he'll become a Sardaukar warrior, <laughs> um, and then he'll become a worm. <laughs> exactly. But anyway, so ultimate uh, form. He basically says, hey, do you want to train to be a Mentat? And he's like, sure, why the hell not? So I guess Paul's going to be trained in the, the, um, the teachings of being a Mentat. So, and that's where we end here with this chapter. Um, next chapter, we get a, uh, we go to Arrakis. And, um, it's we meet kind Newt. Of- we, meet, we meet Dirt Newt. Dirt Newt? Are you talking about Shadow Mapes? Yeah, Shadow Mapes. Dirt Newt. <laughs> it's just whenever, like, I know she's supposed to be old, but like every time she talks, like whenever they're like I'm listening to the audiobook, it makes yeah. me think of Newt, like from from Aliens, but just super dirty and, and dusty. Well, Newt was pretty dirty in yeah. Aliens. Yeah, so that's like the Shadow Mapes is uh, uh, Lady Jessica's uh, servant, who's a fremen. Uh, but anyways, we'll get uh, we'll get to meet her and uh, get settled into Arrakis as they're trying to sort things out. Yeah, um, and, and that's where we learn. I know you were asking. I, I can't remember if it was the first episode or the second episode. I wasn't there last time, but you're asking like why didn't they get married? Um, and apparently, she doesn't like looking at the uh, the uh, the boar's head and the painting of Duglito's father. And- oh yeah, yeah. I remember that part of the <laughs> book. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, there's a whole like 
two chapters or something or two two paragraphs on this on that <laughs> yeah, thing it's just like yeah it's 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 a lot of stuff on it and, and and he's like yeah we didn't get married because uh if you were my wife you'd have to look at that every single day <laughs> <laughs> i don't think that's the full reason but <laughs> maybe it's partial well, reason. It, it was a partial because he, he also wanted to appear that he could marry into the arconans or whatever since he wasn't technically married yeah right right, right but uh right. yeah there's a couple things that uh uh that's you know he's it's just strategic that he didn't marry her, but also she didn't like looking at the boar's head. <laughs> yeah, so uh, that's where we will uh, pick up next week. Um, any any uh, other thoughts about these two chapters, Dave? As yeah, we, Dr. Uh, Huey's a weirdo. Um, he is definitely weird, very odd. Yeah, um, yeah, I, I'm. I, it's it's been a while since I've seen the 1984 Dune, but so mm-hmm. far. And the it's it's lining up pretty good from what I remember with with the movie. I'm I'm looking forward to seeing where it and how it's going to diverge. Although I've mostly seen, closer to the end because the end of the, the 1984 Dune gets really funk, really wonky, yeah. and uh, <clears throat> it's not that he doesn't they don't hold to the story. They just kind of just start doing their own thing, <laughs> <laughs> you know. So it's 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 just too weird, and I I don't know. Um, they do do pretty good in the beginning, especially to introduce everybody. It feels even some of the lines are ex- taken right out of the book. Yeah, so. I mean it's real close. I mean, like I mean, I'm, not, I'm sure it's not exact, and I, uh, and I think the Shadow Mapes thing goes on a lot longer in the book. But I mean, like I, I see cutting for time. But I mean, so far, like from it's like I said, it's been like last time I watched Dune proper was when we talked about it. Yeah, years yeah. ago. Exactly. Um, so yeah, uh, and then even it's been even longer since I've seen the sci-fi one. So everything Dune is like kind of bouncing around in my head, and so far it's all seeming pretty familiar. So I'm I'm excited to see where the books are going to start taking left and right turns from what I'm familiar with. There's definitely scenes that get left out. I mean, like Lady Jessica um, with the shadow memes is in the movie, but then there's like see, I think there's a scene with uh, I can't quite remember. There's a scene where she's going through a, a greenhouse. Or something later on, yeah. and, uh, and that's and not in the movie. And I where, mean, there's and where Duncan's drunk. I don't remember that being in the movie either. Yeah, they definitely left out a lot of little things like that. But I mean, you know, so yeah. But so far, it's pretty close. Pretty close, and um, I so I, I find it odd that they decided just to tell you right off the bat that Yui is the traitor. Like, there's no there's no mystery of it. It's I like, love this it. Like this this book is like. I, I I'm kind of in. I love Frank Herbert for his like, you know. I, I'm not a big fan of today's spoiler. Where everyone gets like so bad out of shape if they hear a spoiler. I just love how he's just like, here's this here's this guy. He's the bad guy. It's great. It's I I, yeah. re- I really love his uh, his 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 take on it because he's he's spoiling the book himself, which is which is absolutely brilliant, and I love it because uh, it's kind of like anti spoiler culture. And this is like. Uh, it makes me happy inside. If you like well, something, and, you're going to like it, regardless if you know it or not. Right. If you're not like and, it, you're not going to like it. And uh, Herbert knew, I, I think Herbert took like almost five, six years uh, of planning out Dune before like really executing it. Mm-hmm. So like he kind of knew where he was going with a lot of this stuff. But he, um, I think he needed to get some things out of the way right away. Like let people know who these people were and how they how to start off. So just not to let's let's not dig around basically yeah let's just like put it all on the paper this is this is how it's going to be we're going to you know yui's going to you know 
So the, the thing that kind of confounds me, though, is uh, Leto going to Arrakis and basically everyone's saying, you know, this is a trap. And the Harkonnens have got this all worked out. And he's like, yeah, let's still do it, guys. <laughs> Full speed ahead. Da, 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 da. I mean, it's like I'm a little bit like, why would you do that? You know, so I don't know. Like, why would you personally go too? why wouldn't you just like. Do it by proxy. Yeah, send send a viceroy to to rule it, and like you visit every once in a while or something like that. So I don't know. Um, it's a little weird because it sounds like everyone's warning Leto not to go. It's like maybe you shouldn't go there. So I'll go there anyway. I'll still go. Whatever. <laughs> oh, I, 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 one other thing I didn't get to bring up, so I wasn't here last time. I just thought it was funny that it was. Uh, I think it was last time where you guys discussed like that. Uh, Lady Jessica was supposed to give uh he was only supposed to give daughters to, to leto yeah, right 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 and it's just like well well that's funny can they just like control the sperm and make them all exes because it's usually the man that determines the sex of the child yeah i don't know i don't know how it works exactly <laughs> maybe she can control what kind of sperm is going to shoot out she or or, or she, she just like uh she's supposed to use uh only y chromosome spermicide there you go. Yeah. Maybe there's something more. To, yeah, there could be there's something to it right there. <laughs> One second, Duke. Let me just. Uh, okay, I'm good now. I'm oh, you're up. ready. I'm moved <laughs> up with the right stuff. Or maybe there's some kind of yeah chemical that just yeah it kills all those sperm and then keeps the other ones going. Maybe I don't know. Yeah. Oh, apparently she's got the opposite because uh, she did give him a son first. So. <laughs> Or she mixed. She mixed up. She mixed up the stuff there. So it's like, oh, oh I shit! Used, I, I used the wrong one. Oops. Oops. I don't. Oops. I Sorry. Don't tell Reverend, the, I don't want to tell the Reverend Mother. Reverend Mother, the jaws look just like each other. I, I, <laughs> I was dark. I couldn't tell the X from the Y. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> just it was dark. From the rock you know, he doesn't like when the lights are on. He thinks his face is too square. Right. Yeah. Do they call him like had a black head or something like that? <laughs> <laughs> they always like say like it's like Hawkus features on a square head and like they always say how Lady Jessica's got a round oval head and how how uh, um, Paul's got a round head but some of the same Hawkus features coming off of it. It's like he's very into head shape. Head like, shapes. Yes. He's into phrenology. Yes. The um the paper bag fits very well over Duke Leto's head. Sometimes we do that, but the, that night it was just dark. I'm sorry, I didn't see. Nice. Yeah, I know. Um, yeah, it's interesting stuff, but it's definitely very weird at certain points for sure. Um, uh, yeah. So next week we get to Arrakis, and we can get into that. Um, Lots of sand. Much sand. There's sand in your bed, Gurney. We're pretty much sand from here on out. Yes, exactly. No more water. Um, so, guys, uh, thank you so much for listening to this episode. If uh, you want to find us, you can email us at uh, synthaholics at yahoo.com if you have contrary thoughts or more to add to this discussion. Uh, we can always read that online if you like. Uh, you can also tweet us at Synthaholics Duo. You can find us at uh, our Facebook page, Facebook, uh, Facebook forward slash uh, groups forward slash Synthaholics. And uh, if this show is something you want to um, support, please go to our Patreon, Patreon forward slash Synthaholics, and you can throw some money there. It's uh, greatly appreciated, any support. So, all right, guys, until next week, the spice must flow. Mix. See ya.
Shadow Bapes. Million miles inside of Mars. Well, McCoy, my boy, come mix me a drink. Before the night's over, I'll puke in the sink. And we'll cry till we laugh. And we'll both shit our pants. You're the best drinking friend I ever had.